Well, the MLB playoffs are still ongoing, and the Rays are not in the playoffs still. That's going to be a running joke that we're going to have for the next little bit. But we figured, hey, despite the Rays being eliminated quickly in the playoffs, there were still some great moments from 2023, and figured, why not? Let's discuss them. Yes, there were. There were plenty of them, and I bet you guys have some, too, that we're not going to mention, so write down those in the comments. So let's get started right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. And find us on all the social medias, X and Instagram. And email us your mailbag questions, comments, concerns, hot takes. LockedOnRays at gmail.com. We also appreciate those 60-second or fewer voice memos. All right. The Rays, of course, won 99 games in the regular season. A lot of ups and downs. Uh, But we're going to focus on the ups today. Tomorrow which should be a fun episode. We'll reveal some more details on that. Uh, We'll get to the the negative, the worst, the unsavory moments from the 2023 season. But let's start on a positive note. Let's start on a good note. Ulysses, what stuck out most to you? What was your favorite best moment and or memory from the 2023 Rays campaign? Yeah, let's start with the positive on Thursday. It's a morning. We're having our coffee. We're going to get started with our day. Maybe tomorrow during the live show, it's it's a it's a better time after work around 6.30 p.m. Yeah. Eastern time to, you know, maybe an old, adult beverage to remember the, the negatives. But right now mm-hmm. we're talking about the positives. And if you're on YouTube, you can kind of see where I'm going with this. Um, but yeah, for me, it, it has to be the beginning uh, when they tied the modern record with 13 straight wings on a Thursday against the Boston Red Sox after sweeping them at Tropicana Field on a four-game series, 9-3. to We were just riding the biggest high uh, as a fandom. And I just (laughs) – I went back and listened to our episode after that win. And boy, we were we were having fun. And it seems like uh, forever ago, but I was wearing sunglasses because we weren't losing – um, so I, a couple of things I got from that episode, they were 13 and 0, which tied their mark, the, the mark said by the 1987 Milwaukee Brewers and then 1982 Atlanta Braves to start a season. They had won 11 of their 13 games, Kevin, by four runs or more. They hit 32 home runs in the 13 games the third most in baseball history for a 13 game stretch ever they were the first uh they were first in baseball in both runs scored and runs allowed with those 32 home runs that they had they had only allowed 30 runs they had 32 home runs and had allowed 30 runs they had outscored their opponents 101 to 30 and the biggest thing i think to note how big the Rays were back then in that 13 and 0 start. I'll leave you with this sports center, a show that does not care about baseball. Uh, no. 
was leading stories with Tampa Bay Rays. That's where we were as a fandom. So that has to be my my favorite moment. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the note about Sports Center because not only do they not care or focus on baseball, but even less so the Tampa Bay Rays. Talk about an afterthought of an afterthought. So to get that much publicity and recognition on that platform, among others, uh, was extremely special. Now, as far as that feat, uh, yeah, we were riding the wave. We were riding the high, just like everybody else. Um, but let let me know your thoughts on this. I, I kind of have three main factors as to why the race started 13 and 0. Um, you know, not saying it's good or bad. It's just, it is what it is. Observation, uh, the schedule and how soft it was. You had the tigers, the nationals athletics, and then a reeling red Sox team, uh, go back if you want to, and look at each of those teams, respective records and you might have a better understanding of okay i could see a team like the rays or another top team really uh really going big on them the other one is health uh overall health but namely pitching health starting pitching health um because you'll notice that if you look at the starters in those games you see a lot of Shane McClanahan, you see a lot of Jeffrey Springs, you see a lot of Drew Rasmussen. I think that was key. And it's really a woulda, coulda, shoulda moment if all three of those guys or, you know, more than one, one or more of those guys could have stayed healthy uh, for the long haul. In fact, I mean, I, I can go ahead and say it, you know, if one of those three stayed healthy for the entirety of the season, the race probably would have triple digit wins this year. Um, and the other thing, let's go, wait, let's go further yeah. with that. Let's okay. go further with that. Not only do they have triple-digit uh, wins, Kevin, but they win the division. They win the division, and they might still be playing October baseball. You never exactly. know. Exactly. You never know. Um, so that's another item. And then the third thing, uh, the overarching thing that I have, is um, the Rays played their spring training games at Tropicana Field due to the damage from the hurricane uh, that was done to uh, Charlotte sports park. So I think that gave them a little bit of an edge in a boost in terms of, we have more familiarity and comfort and playing in this environment. And you're bringing a lot of young players along. I mean, I think that had some sort of uh, inherent benefit as well, that um, you had basically a leg up on the competition of the uh, dimensions and the environment of Tropicana field. Yeah, and how the, the how the ball uh, plays off the dirt of the turf, um, mm-hmm. you know how, how the bounces, like everything. You're just a little bit more in tune with the ballpark, which you know might seem like a like a, a non sequitur, like oh, a baseball field is a baseball field. Well, not really, especially when you're talking yeah. about Tropicana Field. That's mm-hmm. just like a whole different thing. So having that like two and a half weeks or even three weeks of being there you kind of, uh, you know, get used to what it's like to not only, but also the human thing too, right, Kevin? Like, oh, let me get my coffee. Oh, I know where the coffee place is Yes, by the trop. I know, you know, I know the attendant. Like everything that makes a human being like into a routine is much better in that you're giving that to the player. So I, I agree with you 100%. And then that actually kept going 
through the season because the Rays were the best uh, team in MLB with the home, uh, best home record. So right. I think that that those are definitely factors of why the Rays started thirteen and zero. Uh, definitely. So that was my that was my big big happy moment of of or favorite moment of twenty twenty three. Honorable mention for those in YouTube, you can see that my honorable mention was the all-star game, you know, having Randy Rosarena start the game, having him mm-hmm. uh, represent uh, the fandom in the home run derby. What a cool thing to, to have as a race fan that those memories, uh, yeah, Yandy Diaz, my goodness, uh, being a starter at first base when you had so much competition and, and, and people around the league recognized who he was, uh, what type of season he was having being the starter. And then, <laughs> puts one over the fence uh, for, for, for the first run in the American league. Like it was just, it was a very, very cool moment. You know, Shane McClanahan and, and, and Wander Franco also getting the, the knot there, but yeah, th- those two starters that, that was pretty cool. So that's my honorable mention for okay. favorite moment of 23. We'll forget the uh, pregame announcement or non-announcement uh, that was tease. on television. You know what? I'm a tease you guys. All-star game might appear in the negative moments of 2023 as well in our live show tomorrow evening at 6 30 PM Eastern time. Yeah. We're doing a live show. We're going to do it live tomorrow. So yeah. if you have nothing else going on, or even if you have something else going on, you can uh, plug up the YouTubes on your phone and whether you're at a bar or at an event, wherever you are driving home, maybe um, tune into us, check us out and interact with us uh, live in person or in real time. I should say not in person. Yeah. Uh, we're not giving you our home addresses. Um, so there we go. Great uh, favorite moments and honorable mentions from there. I'll give you mine from the 2023 season. But first, we have to tell you this. Uh, the MOB playoffs are here, of course, which means the clock is ticking on your chance to 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Baseball has never been more exciting than it is now. So many studs in the league and... Uh, Some exciting moments in the playoffs as well if you've been watching or checking out the highlights. So uh, be sure to check that out. Pick more or less on stats uh, for items like home run, hits, strikeouts, and more for up to a 100 times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right, and you could win B-I-G big. So use that promo code LOCKDOWN, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. That is a really big deal, folks. Uh, terms and conditions do apply. Be sure to see Sleeper's terms of use for details. Again, go to Sleeper. Use that promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and start having some fun today. Okay, uh, getting to some of my top moments, or I guess one big moment, and then Uh, honorable mentions uh, in the third segment to close out this episode. Um, I just think uh, not really on the field necessarily, but the announcement and the finality that the Rays will be playing in the Tampa Bay area for years and years and years, generations and generations to come at least 30 years 40 years, maybe even longer with the announcement that a new 30,000 seat stadium would be constructed in downtown St. Petersburg and is set to open 
in 2028. So uh, that is what I have. So no more of the talk about Split City in Montreal and, hey, could they relocate to Nashville? Could they relocate to Charlotte? What's going to happen with this team, with this franchise? Um, No, they're going to be the Tampa Bay Rays for a very, very long time. Now, I mean, if we had our druthers, of course, we'd want to see it on the other side of the bay. It's a boondoggle of corporate welfare, but baseball, professional baseball, MLB baseball uh, will be in the purview, um, which I think is is a good thing at the end of the day. And uh, this has been a saga that's been going on for 15, 16 years now. So yeah. it's good to not only have renderings, but knowing that those renderings are going to come to fruition, plus the added bonus and benefit of there's going to be a true real entertainment district things to do with the whole, you know, $6 billion redevelopment of the site. It's more than just the $1.3 billion uh, stadium. That's going to be shared among uh, taxpayers and uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, but we're talking jobs. We're talking housing. We're talking office space and hoping that uh, the final product resembles the battery in Atlanta to some extent. So that's very exciting. Um, and just wanted to uh, throw that out and acknowledge that that hey, you don't have to you don't have to think about rooting for a new team or any mess like that. No, yeah, a hundred percent. This is a one of our favorite moments of 2023. And you, you just said, oh, in, th- in 30 years, and I kind of did some um, quick uh, stupid math. Uh, in 2027, the lease ends, so then that'll be. 36 so in 2028 opening day probably like 37 so plus 30 67 oh my gosh we could be legally retired holy cow by the time that the second stadium lease is up we could be legally retired robots will have taken over the world by then robots may be umpiring playing games, baseball playing the games for all we playing know. the game or umpiring just like a, a bunch of like irobot i love irobot that's such a good movie all the um, all the games may be in the metaverse <laughs> that might be the situation you know what will happen though uh, uh which i i've heard th- i don't know if this is an actual thing this is me being a, a boomer at 32 with vr glasses that you can like buy like instead of going to the playoffs, a World Series game, for example, instead of buying like a $500 ticket, you can buy like a $50 ticket. And then with the VR glasses, lenses, whatever they're called, you're in a seat in the World Series, which is like geared up with like a whole bunch of cameras so that you do get to like have a 360 view and be in the World Series game. Like I believe like that could eventually happen. Um, which yeah. is pretty awesome. Like, I mean, for fifty bucks, and you get to be like in 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 the in the stadium ish. You know, I yeah. think that's pretty cool. And there'll be no need for stadiums then. You won't even have to have any seats. People can just do it all from home and virtually. No, so. but you know what, Stu and company and all the other Stews would be like, hmm. So this seat itself, instead of selling it for five hundred. We could be selling it for fifty to a thousand people to five thousand people. Mm-hmm. Like the options are endless. Kevin. Yeah, for sure. And this announcement happened in mid-September, so um, it was close to the end of the regular season, and it put our minds at ease because I mm-hmm. just from 
experience and I would think other people agree with me that we didn't want this issue to linger on in the postseason of what what's going to happen. What what's no. the deal with all this? So uh, it'll be happening. 30,000 seat stadium could accommodate up to 35,000. It'll have the fixed roof, multiple levels, artificial turf field. The big windows the is is the seller is the seller point for me. Like if you look at the like the stadium itself, like all of the, the all of the things look pretty cool. But the selling point for me is the trying to get natural light into the stadium. I feel yeah. like that is going to be such a cool thing. And I know it's going to be like, oh, the sun is coming. I know people are going to be like, oh, I don't like it's going to be awesome. And then like the little summer breeze makes you feel fine. Yes. Um, Yes. That's going to be awesome. And like uh, July, muggy July, where you're like, oh, that's a nice breeze. I needed that. You feel like you're outdoors, but you're still comfortable in the summer and games won't be rained out. So I think that's a big selling point. And it seems like with a lot of stadiums in it, well, yeah, I mean, stadiums and uh, football, baseball, whatever it may be. Uh, if you're in cold weather environments or environments not conducive to having uh, an open look, you know, bringing in some of that natural light. I know Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis does a really good job with that. So I think that's a, a feature that uh, continues. Is that a fixed room? If a fixed room. If that is that a fixed roof stadium as well? Uh, well, I think they've got an, an opening in the top, but the side panels um they open up in the end zone i don't know if they open up but they're glass and you can see through them okay so, oh yeah same like, same we're idea. not walking into a movie theater here basically that's that yeah that's uh, that's such a cool thing like just makes you dream man right yeah. to 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 be there already so we we get we have that to look forward to that's gonna be awesome yes we do um and then i've got a couple other honorable mentions but first ulysses we have to tell the audience something extremely important Kevin, how do you always know when we have to tell them something extremely important? It's really it's awesome. It's crazy. Uh, well, we do. Okay. And that's the fact that, you know, a lot of things can happen in the world that are out of your control. Let's say hurricanes and tornadoes in, in, in Florida, right? You you don't know when these things can happen. Well, guess what? Uh, Jace Medical can help you with all of these unexpected Um, things that happen to us in our life. And they have something called the Jay's case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. Uh, You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Jace Medical now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. You can choose these medications that the best fit you and your family's unique needs. You can also think of somebody in your life and say, hmm, my mom, hmm, my dad, hmm, my sister. Well, guess what? You can buy them a gift card. The holidays are coming. Why not buy them a gift card for them so that they can get a Jace case of their own. That would be a very nice gift of thinking of somebody's health in these times. So today, go to jacemedical.com and enter locked on, okay? Enter locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout, and you get a discount for $20 on your order. Again, that's promo code locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com for a $20 discount on your order. Again, go to jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. 
Okay, a uh, couple quick honorable mentions that I want to throw out as far as favorite or best moments from 2023 for the Rays. Uh, one is Isak Paredes getting 30 or more homers this past season, uh, 31 to be exact. And he's actually, um, the list is relatively small of Rays players who've had at least 30 dingers, but he and Evan Longoria are the only two primary third basemen in franchise history to have accomplished that feat. So to do it at 24 years old and, you know, one of the big questions leading into the off season and then the regular season was where's the power going to come from? Who's going to supply the power? And uh, we found out pretty quickly that it was going to be Isak Paredes uh, advancing and progressing from 20 homers. Again, it was the, the year before it was Randy and Isak Paredes. They had 20 homers and basically nobody else, contributed much whatsoever. I think number three on the list was G-Man Choi with 11. So it was a huge drop-off. So to see him really elevate his game and knowing that, hey, elevate it, pull it, hit it out of the ballpark uh, was something special. And we also saw a little progression from him in the sense of him using all fields for uh, base hits or just, you know, it's not just um, boom or bust of it's either going to be a, a homer to the pole side or an out like he he provided stability in other ways at the plate and i just think a good storyline for him because uh even despite putting up the numbers he did i i still think he's criminally underrated by maybe not so much the fan base but uh just baseball folks out there um so yeah. and you know what he does just um on the defensive side as well he's a really solid solid player and i'm Really excited to see what he'll be able to provide in 2024 and beyond. So that's one guy. And again, his 31 homers were a big contributor to uh, the Rays finishing fourth in all of baseball in homers. I mean, you're talking about the Braves, the Dodgers, the Rangers, and then the Rays. The Rays had more homers in the regular season than the Astros and the Phillies and the Twins. Think about that. Yeah, no, it's it's insane, and I, I love that we give a little bit of, of a shout-out here to Isak because he does deserve it, and you mentioned stability at third. Uh, I think that's a great word to u- utilize here with, with Paredes' 2023 season, uh, stability. I mean, from if you look at, at the numbers from month by month, he really was a stable contributor throughout the season. Yeah, everybody has their ups and downs, but when you look at the first half, he had a 147 WRC plus. The second half is a 125 WRC plus. So you could see maybe a little bit of a trend going down. But uh, that's <laughs> you're going to take a year where this guy is going to put a 130 plus WRC plus uh, every year. And again, you, you said he's so young. He's 24. It just makes you think, man, not only can you plug him in at third and, and be okay with his defensive ability there, but I can plug him in at second. I can plug him in at first. And yeah. he actually has played some shortstop now in the major league. So people can stop being like, Oh no, the world's ending. If you're putting suck credits at short, like it's not going yeah. to end. It's going to be okay. If you need a spot starter there. So just, just what an incredible 2023 season, what an incredible player. And honestly, if, if I were, if I were the Rays, I I'm, I'm getting the 2023 version of a Brandon Lau-esque uh, deal, obviously. Mm-hmm. But what I mean by that is the 2023 version is going to be more expensive than what cost Brandon Lau because right. also you would be doing it after such an explosive season by Paredes that you know he might be willing to wait 
but he might not be. I, mm-hmm. I, hopefully, he has the idea that um, Eric Kinski gave to Longoria and Longoria gave to Kevin Kiermaier and Kevin Kiermaier gave to da 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 Right, right, right. You know, to your first millions. Yeah, uh, he'll be arbitration eligible in 2025 and then a free agent in 2028. So he'll be basically a free agent uh, when the new stadium opens up. So that's a long, long time away. A lot that can happen. So having that guaranteed money up in front of you, even if you have to take a discount for that, mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, is important. It obviously depends on a lot of factors, family situation in all. And uh, Paredes played uh, 116 games at third, 25 at first, 24 or 14 so 116 at third 25 at first and 14 at second base and then uh, dh'd a couple games and played uh shortstop for a game as well um so and and i know that like some of the scouts will say well he's you know his his athleticism clouds his long-term projections like we're not asking for him to be ricky henderson here we're not asking him to roam center field and be willie mays it's you know corner infielder who can provide power like you can do that with his build for years and years and years to come i mean we're <laughs> we're not looking for a usain bolt not everybody can be a, a ronald acuna so i you know i just don't get that from that perspective now well, somebody who does have the athleticism factor who's yeah. my second honorable mention is uh, josh Lowe. um seeing the development and improvement from him i mean he was a a 627 OPS guy in his quasi rookie season the year before 52 games, just not much of anything went right for him and had the shuffle of Durham to the majors and and dealing with that failure for really the first time. And in questions about, "Eh, is he really the real deal or is he another prospect that busted? And then to see him uh, become what he was this season, 2030 guy, 292 batting average, hitting all types of pitches, just a real, real stable force. Um, And that combined with some personal issues, um, you know, his mother going through a a major health scare. So to have that on the brain as you're trying to perform over the course of six months, um, just want to give him a little kudos as well. Yeah, and they had a very good piece done uh, before the game in the ALCS I, uh, yesterday, you know, with with Josh and 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 Nate, and, and Nate Nathaniel and, and and talking about it, and it was a very very well done piece, and you know, hopefully everything is going um, better and smoother for their for their family, and they 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 did decide to open this news up just so that she would get more prayers, which is uh, fantastic, and I hope that you know she's getting as many uh, prayers and love and vi- and good vibes all, all around. But yeah, to to have that human again that's the human element that that i think you know when people are just uh knee deep deep in in spreadsheets don't understand like the, yeah. that those are not the 20 uh 55 robot players uh right. that we were we're going to get to see in the new stadium these are actual human beings going through actual human things and problems and issues and so like when you're when you have to do the scouting report against a who was a tough uh, uh, Kevin Gosman when right. you have to do some uh, scouting report against uh, his sinker and all that? You're like, yeah, but I just got a call from the hospital. Like that's 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 yeah. so tough, and to like overcome that, huge. So I am a hundred percent with you. What a, what a tremendous season by Josh Lowe to 
compartmentalize that and, and and be able to still perform at a very high level. Yeah, and we will, of course, dig deeper into each of those players and the other players on the Rays roster when we do our player review series uh, in the near future. But um, just wanted to give them a little bit of the spotlight for now as we look back at some of our uh, favorite moments and memories from 2023. And I'm sure that the listeners have some as well. So they yes. can hit us up. They have them right down in the comments. We will get to them as well. Um, but I do want to say things to look forward to in the next coming weeks. Number one, we have the 40-man roster episode that we will be doing next week. Uh, we also will be doing player reviews, probably after the World Series is done. Hmm. Um, number three, we have some mailbags uh, that we have yet to come through. Uh, Mia, you are definitely going to go in there. Uh, somebody that uh, opposes Mia's thoughts or our thoughts um, yeah. is also going to be on there. I believe his name is David. Uh, and some other uh, people as well that have reached out. Yeah, we've got uh, Cody Robinson, Harrison, Jonathan. I mean, the mailbag keeps filling up. I'm actually waiting on UPS to send some more in. So uh, (laughs) that'll be an ongoing topic for sure. Yeah. So, all right. uh, In the meantime, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you tomorrow live at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time.